Welcome to the Awaken Life Church podcast. For more information about our church, please visit awakenlifechurch.net. We hope you enjoy this message by Daniel Willett. I would like to just uh, welcome you this morning. If it's your first time here at Awaken Life Church, um, we're so glad that you're with us today. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you feel welcome here. Yeah, amen. I have a very short message today. Okay, good. I'm always, I'm always worried I'm going to get an amen right there. There's, there's no amens. Thank you, Jesus. I have a short message today, and the title of the message is Yada, Yada, Yada. So I want to talk to you about a very special Hebrew word this morning, and it's the word yada. So in the English language, we have over 100,000 words, but the writers of the Bible, they had only about 4,000 words in the Hebrew language at the time. And so in the Hebrew, the words have actually much deeper meaning. Um, so they had less words, but their words tended to be a lot richer in the meaning, and they had deep, deep meaning in them. So the Hebrew word yada, if you were to Google that and look it up, it would say it means to know. But it actually means something much deeper than that. So yada means to know through relationship, to know through experience, to know through commitment, and through experienced loyalty, and it implies respect and regard. So it has a, a really rich, deep meaning. So I have five kids. And uh, I've been through the childbirth process five times. And so I know personally, yeah. <laughs> so I know a little bit about childbirth um, because I've been there. I could tell you a lot of uh, things that happen medically. So I know about childbirth, but my wife, she knows childbirth, right? She has a different level. <laughs> I got an amen over here somewhere in this section. I, I got a knowledge of, of childbirth and some experience there, but my wife knows it with a deeper level of experience than I will ever know. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and I believe the best relationships are, they're actually formed through going through hard times together and even going through conflict, conflict together because there's a, a deeper level of knowing one another when you go through something together. How many know that none of us are perfect? So there's actually a comfort when you, someone sees your not-so-perfect side and they still choose to love you. And it actually bonds you closer because you actually know each other better and we can have a deeper level of, of understanding and love for one another. And it's really powerful when we choose to love each other through our imperfections. How many know that Jesus knows everything about you God knows everything about you. He's all-knowing, and he chooses to love you. He made a choice to love you. The Bible says that Adam knew Eve, and they gave birth to Cain. Now, that word knew, it's the word yada. So yada implies intimate knowledge. So I want to ask you a question this morning. Do you know God? Do you know God? You may know who he is, but do you know him? Do you yada him? 1 Samuel 2.12, it says this. It says, Eli's sons were scoundrels, 
and they had no regard for the Lord. And that word regard there is the word yada. So the Hebrew says they had no yada for God, but here's the thing. They actually did know who God was. They were actually working in ministry. They were actually working in the temple. But it said they had no yada for the Lord. So they knew who he was. They had an understanding of who he was, but they didn't know God. Because knowing implies experience with him, history with him, regard for him. And they didn't have that. It said they had no yada for the Lord. So do you know God? Do you yada him? A verse that's just really uh, on my heart lately is John 17, 3. And it says, now this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. This is eternal life, that they would know you. Now, this word know is the word genosko in the Greek, and it's the equivalent of the word yada. It's really the same definition. This is eternal life that we would know him, the one and truly God, the one and only true God. You can only find true life here on earth through knowing God and through knowing his son, Jesus Christ. You will never find real life apart from knowing Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So I want to ask you a question. Do you know God? Isaiah 53, I'm going to read just three verses from Isaiah 53. This is a prophetic scripture referring to Jesus Christ. It says, he was despised. And rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hid their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we were healed. So when it says that Jesus knew pain, he knew suffering, he knew affliction. The word knew is the Hebrew word yada. It says he knew it through experience. He was acquainted with it. And I want to tell you this morning, Jesus knew pain. He knew suffering so that you could know God. He experienced it and went through it so that you could truly know God and experience true life with him. So I'd like you to bow your heads this morning. Do you know God? This is eternal life, that they would know God and the one who he sent, Jesus Christ. Jesus came to the earth 2,000 years ago. And he came to do many things. One of the things he came to do was to reveal God as father. We didn't have a knowledge of God as a father at this time. And he revealed God as a father who loves his creation. 
One of the things Jesus came to do was to, to heal us. He healed the sick. He healed everyone who came to him. The Bible says he came to set the captives free. He came to give sight to the blind. But the main reason that he came was to die. You see, Jesus knew pain and suffering with experiential knowledge. And when he went to the cross, he took the punishment for your sin upon himself. This is why he had to go through that pain, because he had to pay the price for your sin, for my sin. He atoned for each and every one of us. He took your punishment so that you could be saved from hell. He took my punishment so that I could be saved from hell. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. God wants you to know him. God wants you to know him so badly that he gave Jesus to die, to take that pain, to be acquainted with grief and sorrow and pain so that you could know God intimately. That's how much the Father loves you, is that he made this amazing exchange where he gave his son to die so that he could get you in return. Do you know God? If not, you can meet him today. So I want to give everyone an opportunity to say yes to Jesus today and to invite him to come in your life. So we're going to say a prayer together. I'd like all of us to say it together. And there's, there's no magic words in this prayer. It's not saying the right magic words. But it's, this prayer is just simply gives you an opportunity to say yes. Yes, Jesus, if you're here today and you want to give your life to Jesus, you don't know God, but you want to know him. This is your moment. If you have maybe said the prayer or maybe you did it when you were a child or maybe you did it at some point, but you'd like to rededicate your life today to Jesus, this is the time to do that. To just say, yes, Jesus, I want to know you. Thank you, God, for sending Jesus. I want to know you, Jesus. So let's say this prayer together. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for giving your son, Jesus, to die in my place. To know suffering so that I could be free, so that I could be saved. To know pain so that I could know you. Jesus, I accept you as my savior. I repent of my sins. I ask you to come in right now and be my Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, if you did that for the first time, what happens is you are completely washed of all your sin, past, present, and future. Completely washed. The price that Jesus paid on the cross was a full payment for you. And it washes you. And the Bible says you're transferred from sinner to saint. The Bible says you're transferred transferred from unrighteous to righteous. The Bible says that you're transferred into sonship, from an orphan to a son. And so if you did that this morning, and that was the first time that you said that, or if you just rededicated your life, 
to Jesus this morning. Would you please just let me know? Would you just raise your hand so I can see it? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Is there anybody else with heads bowed? Is there anybody that would say, I prayed that prayer this morning. I invited Jesus into my life where I rededicated my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You can put your hands down. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful God you are that you paid the price for us, Jesus. What a wonderful gift. It really makes Christmas an amazing season because we get to celebrate the most amazing gift that's ever been given. It was given to us by the Father so that we would know him. So God, we thank you. We say yes to knowing you. Even those of us who are saved, we say yes again. We want to know you, God. We want to know you, God. We want to know you, Jesus. Help us to know you, Jesus. Help us to know you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Amen.